Express Q&A sessions with me Srinidhi Rao episode 2 in conversation with Shivat Sakanchi Botla there be the dichotomy of a data science person and a data engineer and in that convergence i think you will see a lot of action a lot of investor money flowing in a lot of startups the investor money and the pool quotient will remain with product companies uh, but services companies have no danger for the foreseeable future next 4 <laughs> to 5 years at least there is no danger the man and the and the machine are going to coexist, coexist for, for the foreseeable future Hello, I am here with uh, Shivat Sakanchi Gotla, who is the head of ML Engineering in the Math Company. Uh, Shivat, sir, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. So, Shivat, sir, if I had uh, gone to a Monster or a LinkedIn, uh, you know, job search five years ago and looked at, uh, you know, looked at the job postings, I wouldn't have seen too many of, uh, you know, postings around ML Engineering. But today, it's pretty much filled with ML Engineering, ML Engineering roles. So, why is this big shift? You know, what is this thing called ML Engineer as a role? And you know, and why is there so much buzz around that today? Sure. Even now, uh, even today, I think they are more called as data engineers. Uh, but the field of ML engineering is gaining widespread traction these days. As recently as even a decade ago, building a model painstakingly uh, was the tougher part. Data scientists had to spend months coming up with a good enough model, uh, checking fit, etc. And the final deliverable were insights delivered in the form of a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, but in the last few years, not just uh, the model building, but the activities around building the model have become more and more. Uh, how should I say productized? Basically, uh, having data available in a format that it can be consumed, uh, using the model that you have built to make predictions and use those predictions in some kind of a production environment is what is becoming more and more relevant to today's enterprises, and that involves a lot of engineering effort, and that's why you see a lot of job postings for data engineers uh, and ML engineers. Uh, so you you talked a lot about uh, you know the the entire paradigm getting productized and stuff like that. But if I if I take a step back and look at it, lot of these engineering problems are very very unique to the company that we are talking about. For example, Uber's problem is Uber's problem, right? So how how easy or difficult is it to abstract this out and make it into a product or a platform that can cater to most of the businesses, if not all? And what kind of initiatives are companies taking in this direction? So uh, the data that. feeds your model uh, making it available uh, in a consumable format is now seen as an engineering problem previously it used to involve uh, data scientists writing code and cleaning data for a few weeks uh, and then getting to an analytical data set but now uh, there are companies which basically will do that for you and they do that in the product paradigm where data pipelines are created and these data pipelines take care of cleaning the data and making it available in a ready to consume format then once the model is built how do i consume the predictions of the model nowadays it's seen more as the predictions have to be uh, made in real time in a production environment and making the features available to the model in real time uh, calculating these predictions in real time and then uh, making them available to some other application in the form of an api or writing them back to a database all of these are thought of as essentially data pipelines which can be automated which can be orchestrated and therefore can be converted into a product and the space is where i feel a lot of effort a lot of action a lot of investor money etc is going into this space and i think that's where the enterprises are 
as we are talking about this uh, you know is the is the paradigm of uh, the approach to the modeling itself changing as the platform play is coming into the picture so uh, you know is is it moving on from from the traditional way in which we used to approach statistical models in the past uh, to a more ml based way of doing things and then if us you know what are those paradigms i agree with you that uh, data science especially cannot be abstracted and productified right now completely and with that kind of reflects in the market also where single click solutions are very few and even where they are they are very niche products uh, they don't have general applicability and therefore human interpretation of a business problem uh, human interpretation of a model output these things will continue uh, but a lot of activities are uh, can be abstracted can be thought of as repeatable procedures and those things are being converted into data pipelines great uh, enterprises in terms of uh, what they are doing i feel compared especially to about 5 years ago most organizations have managed to build a core team of data science either uh, onshore or offshore somewhere uh, people tend to have a core group which is responsible for uh, cleaning data building models and providing insights and it is heavily service oriented as of now but the challenge for enterprises over the next 5 years would be to automate as much of this as possible abstract the human intelligence into some kind of uh, specification documents or standardize it uh, in some way which will help further down the productization road as this platform play is uh, you know is dominating the world and the uh, world is getting more and more uh, streamlined and standardized you know if you will uh, how is the approach to modeling itself changing from the from the original statistical way of uh, you know and way in which we used to approach in the past 10 years back i would say the options for a data scientist were pretty much saas and r uh, maybe matlab but not uh, used in enterprises but saas and r saas uh, r was open source so it kind of took over Uh, but if you look at uh, the number of packages that are available in python now and the kind of abstractions that are available it's a huge explosion and it's it's a very hard task for a data scientist to kind of keep track of all of the advancements that are being made in this field also previously 10 years ago when a data scientist built a model it was like a handcrafted uh, piece of art that's true uh, data scientists used to spend a lot of time uh, it was very manual uh, there was a lot of uh, looking at the results interpreting <coughs> the results so on uh, nowadays uh, packages so all of that efforts are on to basically abstract them up to the level of uh, hyperparameter tuning Uh, or a grid search optimization where uh, you basically provide such a basically a grid of search parameters and you end up with a best fit model uh, independent of your knowledge of the technique being used or your context of the business problem so uh, there is still a lot of context involved but uh, people are succeeding in being able to abstract uh, a lot of them away into packages into products into loosely uh, coupled modules uh, where it's definitely moving in the direction of more and more productization so in this new world order how should the data scientist you know what should the data scientist be equipped with and how always his or her world changing with respect to the skills that are required to be successful as well as skills that are required to be able to talk to other peripheral you know roles and be successful as a team that's a good one so if you look at uh, the software development life cycle maybe about 20 years ago 
uh, developers used to develop their software and kind of throw it over the wall to operations engineers. Right. And operations engineers had to basically uh, figure out a way to deploy that uh, software. Uh, something similar is happening in data science as well. A data scientist is still highly relevant to an organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, his role is very important. Uh, and building the model is definitely the main value-added component in this entire data science ecosystem. But once the model is built, uh, how fast can it be consumed? Uh, how are its insight? How are how is it generating the insights? Can I consume those insights in some other application? Uh, these kind of aspects are also becoming relevant. And therefore, I think there will be something uh, akin to the software development lifecycle. Data scientists will continue developing the models, but a core team of ML engineers will be required uh, who will uh, either take those models and deploy them or come up with some kind of a semi-automated platform where the data scientists are enabled to deploy their models. So as the role of the platform and the data scientist and the data scientist skill set changes, how is, uh, what, is the, what is the biggest barrier today or the challenges today for organizations to deploy models and, and productionize them and extract value out of them, right? So what is the biggest barrier to value? Uh, until recently, model deployment basically involved uh, a serious amount of uh, rework. Uh, a good amount of over, work overhead was there where someone had to uh, take the data science model and convert it into some uh, format which is basically like a PMML or some other XML-based format will be given to the people, uh, operations engineers, and most of the ops frameworks used to be Java-based. And the data science models are in either R or SAS at that point of time. So converting, going from this environment to that environment was very tough. But as DevOps uh, evolved, uh, DevOps engineers and uh, with the help of infrastructure as code and tools like that, they've been able to maintain development QA, testing environments, production environments very, very easily. Uh, And I think similar tools will develop. Uh, There are already a lot of them uh, being given by the big tech players. Uh, Public Cloud has a lot of offerings like SageMaker, ML Studio, etc., which help you deploy your models. There are also Flask applications and stuff like that, which people do for temporary, uh, it's like a quick fix. But more robust solutions will uh, definitely come up. Uh, And I think for the foreseeable future, there'll be the dichotomy of a data science person and a data engineer. The data engineers are building or are trying to work closely with the data scientists and the data scientists are trying to build models which are easily deployable. And in that convergence, I think you will see a lot of action, a lot of investor money flowing in, a lot of startups, a lot of products. Some will be successful, but most of them will fail. And I think that's where the action is. Uh, Essentially, after the model is built, to a production grade predictions uh, happening or some other application consuming the predictions based off of your model and also monitoring the model, checking if it degrades, swapping out that model with a newer model. These are the things that are adding a lot of value. So you're talking uh, about apart the from, monitoring framework basically. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so do you see these two roles of ML engineer and data scientist converging at some point in time just like, uh, like a full stack data scientist if you will yeah uh, that's a little far away I would say uh, for now the amount to learn uh, in data science is huge and the amount to learn in data engineering is also huge so uh, it's a little difficult to find people who will know both and the fields will be separate for a few years 
but as more and more platforms are built and more and more uh, offerings are rolled out by the public cloud players uh, it should become easier it's probably easy for a data scientist nowadays to use SageMaker and deploy his model and that's one example where you can think of that data scientist as like a full stack data scientist and the data engineers also will learn a little bit about data science so my guess is for the next few years at least there'll be separate fields but that gap will probably be bridged by products more than people as the world gets more productized and and in a platform based paradigm what is the what is the role of scale and and is the challenge, what are the challenges of scale as compared to say 5 or 10 years ago when when the biggest challenge of scale was okay building the model on the platform on a sample of data and then you know, scaling it up was the biggest dimension to scale so has the has the definition of scale and the challenges around scale evolved and changed as the world has moved on and become more uh, productized and 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 hardware and computational power has become cheaper and cheaper i know over the years yeah uh, scale a decade ago was primarily uh, a data volume based concept uh, scaling a solution would mean it should be able to accommodate a lot more uh, data uh, but with but, uh, but with the, the hardware and computation becoming cheaper and cheaper by yeah, the day uh, with spark coming in and uh, there being managed spark services with all the public cloud providers uh, compute power is now fairly easy uh, mllib has also developed a little bit to provide some models so building models on large volumes of data has now become a simple modeling exercise scale now uh, would mean something uh, something to do with the volume of models that you're building how many yeah, models that's a different perspective yeah uh, can i can i build 50 models and <coughs> maintain all of them uh, can i monitor uh, how these 50 models are doing uh, which ac- which one's accuracy is going down uh, can i retrain a model in time to replace this model these uh, questions are what constitute scale now it's no longer a volume of data problem it's, so it's about monitoring at scale and maintaining yeah. at scale rather building, than deploying, building on samples right? uh, basically developing models at scale uh, developing hundreds of models deploying them monitoring them uh, swapping out models that is the scale game very interesting So Shivatsa let me ask you a million dollar or probably a billion dollar question uh, if you will uh, for a minute i want you to take off your uh, ml engineer hat and uh, look at this question from a very outside in perspective towards the industry so as as you foresee over the next say 3 to 5 years you know is it going to be a product dominated world or is it going to be a services dominated world that's a tough one over the next 5 years at least i don't think there will be one product company which has completely cracked the problem there is still a large amount of uh, human uh, intelligence required in making model choices in interpreting model results in deciding when a model has degraded on what parameters has it degraded am i interested in those parameters there's a lot of questions where human beings are involved and it's not easy to productize that kind of uh, human input but i feel that over but a lot of uh, effort time effort and money is going into trying to do it the next 4 to 5 years i doubt if any one person will be hugely successful there will be uh, niche products which will solve one specific which will solve this problem for basically one specific problem like forecasting uh, test and learn ab testing or for one vertical like insurance or retail but something that is generally applicable applicable across enterprises across uh, problem sets definitely not in the next 4 to 5 years so the cool 
the investor money and the cool quotient will remain with product companies uh, but services companies have no danger for the foreseeable future <laughs> next 4 to 5 years at least there is no danger great good so it's going to you are going to say that the man and the and the machine are going to coexist coexist for, for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. future yeah uh, so shivat sir thanks for joining us today and sharing your perspectives thank you